This is the Crosspoint Sermon Audio from Carrollton, Texas. Great job, guys. Thank you so much. Mind if I open in a word of prayer? Holy God, we gratefully acknowledge the gifts you have lavished upon us, your people. We praise you for the joy that comes as we walk daily with you. We thank you for your peace and comfort that encourage us in the midst of difficulty. We bless you for your grace, which is sufficient for every need, just as we need it. You have strengthened us, as the Apostle Paul said, to wait for the redeeming of all creation and as we wait to live as your kingdom people. We ask that you meet us in our gathered worship, speak, convict, comfort, and renew us, so that we may leave here empowered to proclaim the truth of your love through our every deed and word. Amen. Well, good morning. I love that. My name is David Knight. I'm the community curator here at Crosspoint. I'm glad to see you all here this morning. Uh, as my wife, Kylie, mentioned uh, during the announcements, uh, our lead pastor, story shaper, David Wallstedt, is uh, out of town in Uganda. That's kind of out of town. Uh, <laughs> he and his uh, daughter, Caitlin, have been over there uh, delivering shoes and making fee payments for uh, underprivileged children over there, and we thank you for the continued prayers. We're excited that they're coming back this week, and uh, we ask that you keep them in your prayers. Now, most of you know, and some of you don't, but uh, my wife and I are illusionists by trade. And so when I stand up in front of a group of people, there's an expectation that I'm going to do something amazing. (laughs) Would you like to see something amazing this morning? Yes? Okay. I need to borrow a uh, cell phone. Does somebody have a cell phone I can borrow? Wow, she's fast. Look at that. Fancy, fancy. All right. Oh. I didn't say I was giving it back. I just... Uh... All right. You guys want to see something amazing? You ready for this? It's amazing. Yeah. You're looking at me like I'm crazy. This thing is amazing. And not just because it's an iPhone. Um, think about it. We can call anyone in the world with this cell phone. Let's try it. Just kidding. <laughs> we, <laughs> we can jump on the internet. We can check game scores. We can see the latest news. We can get weather. We can get... Uh, try to do selfies. Yeah, that's amazing. These th- we can get directions. These things are phenomenal. Coupons. We do coupons on here. Yeah, you can do you scan the thing. I use mine all the time for that. Um, I do. Um, Think about this. There is more computing power in this little device that fits in my pocket. Oh, it fits nicely. Thanks so much. That fits in my pocket than there was in the entirety of NASA when they put men on the moon. Right? Amazing. Things are amazing. Thanks. Not exactly what you expected. Sorry. (laughs) I'm tricky. Um, (laughs) Things are amazing. And sometimes we forget how amazing things are. In fact, the comedian Louis C.K., which you don't normally hear him in church, um, (laughs) he says, everything's amazing and no one's happy. We get frustrated with our phone if it falters for a moment to load up the latest headlines from the Huffington Post. Give it a second. It's going to space. (laughs) Is the speed of light too slow for you? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Things are amazing. Things are phenomenal. And sometimes it's easy to forget 
how amazing things are. It's easy to become discouraged with what we see right in front of us rather than seeing the amazing things that are going on. Our text this morning comes from 1 Corinthians. And this letter is most well known for how the Apostle Paul addresses a variety of sins that were taking place within the church at Corinth. However, as we're going to see in just a moment, Paul looks at these people through a bifocal lens. With one lens, he sees them exactly as they are, warts and all. And with the other, he sees them as they can become through the power of Christ, as you'll see in this opening. Let's read this together as we like to do as a faith community. I always thank my God for you because of his grace given you in Christ Jesus. For in him you have been enriched in every way with all kinds of speech and with all knowledge. God, thus confirming our testimony about Christ among you. Therefore, you do not lack any spiritual gift as you eagerly await for our Lord Jesus Christ to be revealed. He will also keep you firm to the end so that you will be blameless on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful, who has called you into fellowship with His Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Now it's interesting that this letter to the Corinthians, Paul starts off by acknowledging great things. But what makes a body of believers great is not the great things that are done by them, but the great mercy shown to them. We call it grace. The incredible promise of the gospel is that no matter how messed up we are, and we are messed up, no matter how messed up we are or were prior to meeting Jesus, once we acknowledge the work of the cross, we're adopted as sons and daughters and made inheritors of the kingdom. We deserve death and destruction, but we've given a reprieve to life and to love. And we should celebrate the life that he has given us and brought us out of. That's the grace we get to experience as the church. That's a great reason for a joy. That is an amazing thing. But not only did the church at Corinth have grace, but it had gifts. Sure, every church is a ragtag bunch of broken believers. But God promised that when the church is established by God's grace, it's also gifted and equipped to be the church by the power of the Spirit. The church in Corinth had its troubles, to be sure. Some people call it church gone wild. But it wasn't without hope. Because it and every other church is promised a reservoir of gifts and talents that simply need to be unleashed and encouraged. Do we rejoice in the gifts that God has given this church? (laughs) Mike does. We appreciate that, Mike. Gifts. The gifts that God has given this church are an amazing thing. Finally, the Apostle Paul points out that there is a guarantee. There is a future. There is something ahead. He found great joy in the struggling Corinthian church because of the bright and glorious future that's guaranteed each and every dysfunctional but deeply loved church. The church was God's idea to help us become a part of His mission here on earth. Thankfully, the future of God's mission is not dependent on whether or not we get our stuff together. The future is secure because Christ has promised that in the end, no matter what, He will return. He will resurrect. He will establish His kingdom. He will find us faultless. And until that day, 
He will keep His church alive. It's important to remember this in the midst of the trials that any given church may face. Christ has guaranteed a good ending. The church will endure. That's an amazing thing. Now, if I'm honest with you, I could have ended the message here this morning. Some of you may have preferred that. (laughs) And for a long time, I was going to end the message here. I've been using this uh, resource that Pastor Dave kind of let me borrow that kind of helps preachers and pastors craft their messages. And and a lot of that came from this. And as I was reading through it this week, I'm like, oh, yeah, that all works. I like that. I like that. That's great. You know, I can't think of anything better. And God's not showing me anything else. So I'll just go with that. (laughs) Uh, Fortunately, I opened myself up to God. And he showed me something else that I'm excited about sharing with you this morning. We've been talking a lot around here about our problems, our challenges. And it's easy to take for granted the amazing ministry that's going on already here at Crosspoint. It's easy when you hear the statistics of, you know, where we are money-wise or where we are in volunteerism. It's easy to get down and forget the amazing things that are going on here. It's amazing. Let me start that one over. It's easy (laughs) to forget that there are things that we as a body of believers can accomplish through the power of Christ. And so, in as much as there were three G's that uh, Paul pointed out to the Corinthian church, I kind of look at those three G's, the gifts, the grace, the guarantee, as kind of personal things. Those are things we get to experience. But I think there's another step to it. And that's the three G that we get to give back. There's the three G's that go from you, not just to you. Let me explain what I mean. Grace. We talk about it a lot around here. We are meant to be agents of restoration in this fallen world. We are on God's mission to help restore things back to the way He had originally intended them to be. And as people who've experienced the grace of God, how can we not share that grace with each other? I think a lot of times it's easy to kind of look at things that are going on and say and start nitpicking them and say, boy, that, that David Knight, boy, he was terrible up there last week, wasn't he? My goodness, all he did was ramble on about something and this and that. How about a little grace? <laughs> okay, that one was a little self-serving, sorry. <laughs> but what about the, the petty squabbles that go on between us? That, that should not be the norm for God's people. We should be givers of grace to one another. We should be givers of grace within this community and without this community. Beyond these walls, we should be known as people of grace. And in light of what Christ went through on the cross for each one of us, is taking a moment to restore a relationship or to put aside our ego for somebody else, is that really so much of a sacrifice? Next is gifts. God has greatly gifted this body of believers. I mean, it's amazing. And you ask the question, how can you use those gifts to help each other and the community around us? One way we do that is through Theater 166. Kylie was talking about the concert that was in here on Friday night. We have people who come through all the... And first of all, can we just take a moment and look at this space and acknowledge how beautiful it is? This is an amazing place. 
seriously. I know, just as, as, a, as a cell phone is amazing, right? Just as that little thing in your pocket is amazing, you sometimes forget just how amazing that thing is until you step back and look at it. We have people who come in here all the time, and they walk through those doors, and they see this space, and their jaws drop. They're, they're flabbergasted. I like using that word, flabbergasted. Kylie was telling me a story about um, our lead uh, <clears throat> musician Friday night, Jason Elmore. His wife was saying how much she loves this space and how Jason always sounds best when he's in here. And that's in large part because of the gifts that our people have already used to put this place together. Right? It's, it's because Steve does such a wonderful job on sound. It's because Courtney did such a wonderful job designing the acoustics. The place looks amazing because of all of our technicians who work and make, make that happen. People at the front do, door who are welcoming and inviting. All of that goes into it. All of those gifts that we get to use to help this community. And if we're going to keep doing this, we all have to chip in. Each one of us, I believe, has something to offer. Each one of us has a way that we can contribute to what's going on around here. It doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, what you can do, what you can't do. You've got something to offer, and we need it. Maybe you're great at Photoshop. We can use you. Maybe you're really good with drawing things or web design or copy editing. We need you. Maybe you're really good at organizing or cleaning. We need you. Maybe you're just really good at being the person who says, you know what, whatever it is that, that needs to be done, I, let me tackle that. I'll figure it out. Half my life's been spent figuring out things. <laughs> I got put into it. <laughs> the only reason I even know Photoshop is because my last job said, I need you to do stuff in Photoshop. I had never touched Photoshop before, but I figured it out. If you're willing, we can use you around here. We can use your gifts. And lastly is the guarantee. What guarantee can we give each other? Christ guarantees he will return. What do we have? Around here we call it partnership. It's saying to this faith community, I'm on board with what's going on here. I'm committed to these people. I believe in and support the mission of being a group of people who embrace authentic faith, encourage artistic expression, and exhibit the life of Jesus in our community. That means gathering with us on Sundays as often as you can. It means bringing a financial portion. It means serving in at least one of the myriad of opportunities that we have around here. It also means participating in groups like The Well or Women on Wednesdays or other groups that don't start with a W. It simply means taking an active role in the life of this body. The last two weeks, the last two Thursdays, we've been doing community conversations. And many of you have joined us, and I hope you've found it as beneficial as we have. And those conversations have really been about these sorts of things. How can we rejoice in what Crosspoint is doing well? How can we do some things better? How can we help to make sure that we as a faith community are, are doing all that we can to be agents of restoration? How can we share grace, gifts, and the guarantee of Christ with those around us? And one of the things that, that came out of these conversations was a larger need for prayer. Several of you mentioned how important prayer is, and, and yeah, I guess it's kind of important. And so with that in mind, we're going to take a few minutes just to pray. We're going to do something, we've done this in a while, but 
here's what we're going to do. We're going to take just a few minutes. Steve's going to play some soft music. You guys are going to get yourself comfortable. I just want you to pray. You can pray quietly to yourself. You can pray out loud. I've got a microphone here. Maybe you, you feel uh, called or you feel that God is putting something on your heart that you need to share with everybody. Come on up here, do it. I'm going to be at the back over there. Maybe you, you just need somebody to pray with. I'll be right over there. Come talk to me. Pray for Crosspoint. Pray for your involvement in Crosspoint. Pray for God to move within our midst and pray for us to move in our community and exhibit the life of Jesus. Pray for whatever it is. Go and start that music, Steve, and we'll just start praying. Heavenly Father, thank you for your grace, your guarantee, and and all that you provide. I thank you for this body of believers, this family um, that I have right here at Cross Point. Just pray that you'll give us favor and your blessing as we continue into 2014 and just ask for your guidance and um, just pray your blessing upon every person here. And Father, we just want to thank you for giving us access to you for your presence here in this group of people, being so ready and available and abundant. Father, we ask your blessing on this community. And I want to ask that each person in this room would know how incredibly beautiful and loved that they are in you. Father God, your word tells us that when two or more gathered in your name that you're right in the middle of us. And we're here, Father. And I pray that your Holy Spirit ignites a fire within our hearts to be a vibrant, living part of this body as each member of the body is so important to the entire body. I pray, Father, that 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 fire that's lit within our hearts spurs us to to do whatever it is it means for us to be more a living part of this body. It may just be getting here on Sundays, but there's so much more. Convict us, Lord. Convict us and show us how we can serve you better. I'm so grateful for this body and this, the whole philosophy of this body. Of intersecting with the community. And Lord, I pray that when... People come to these Theater 166 shows that they see more than just a great show. That you expose a Christian body of believers who put on a great show and who are authentic and who are not separate from the rest of the world. I am grateful for all the gifts that manifest themselves in this body. 
I am amazed of what this body does. Thank you, Father. God, I just want to thank you. I thank you for the gift that you've given me with this family, with this body of people. God, I fear to think about where I would be and who I would be without these people. God, I thank you for bringing us here together. I thank you that you give us a place as beautiful as this, that we can come and that we can worship you and love you and commune with you and just live life with you, God. And I pray that you will continue to be with us and continue to be a beacon of light for this community. And I pray that you will keep us a part of it, God. We love you. Speaking of amazing things, I love prayer. I love the opportunity to come together as a body of believers. God is faithful and God is able. Go in the power of God's spirit to be strengthened and renewed, to live as citizens of an eternal reign that has already begun. Amen. Have a great week, guys. This has been the Crosspoint Sermon Audio from Carrollton, Texas. For more information about our church, visit www.crosspoint.com.